In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Ratbooks. What books are you reading? Uh, I just finished one called The Magic of Thinking Big because I was kind of looking for uh, a little a little inspiration, I guess, looking for, uh, I, don't know, I guess, just a new way to think. Um, let me think. Let me think what else I'm reading. That's a, that's a good one, though. How do you find that one? I don't know. I'm, I probably, I, I just. You, you Googled it was in my, it was you in my shelf. You, you Googled magic and thinking big. That's how you found no, it. No, I probably, I probably bought it years ago and just never read it. And then it was on my shelf. I was like, you know what? Why not? Let's give it a chance. Uh, are you like? I have to ask. How, how deep are you into it? Have you learned anything? I'm pretty much towards the end. Yeah, it's it's uh it's got a lot of good information. Um, let me think what I would take away from that. I mean, the obvious would be just not to limit your thinking, but it's uh it's easier said than done. So there were there were definitely some tools and and whatnot given, but um, I, it's probably one of those that needs to be read through a couple of times to really like you know. I guess get a deeper meaning of some of it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's got. I've kind of been looking for books on like visualization and kind of the best ways to visualize and think about the future. And you know, a- anytime you can think better, it's obviously going to be an advantage. Mm. I know a perfect one, a damn near perfect game by Joe Kelly and Rob Bradford. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that one's that one's already uh, on the list. <laughs> that was that was the the alternative title of that was Magic of Thinking Big too. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh so i didn't know that's that's a pretty good one so good for you for reading i mean i I know that you said before what was the one that you like to read all the time i should know this um i don't know i like uh i I like reading david goggins stuff a lot that's it Um, that's it yeah 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 Yeah. i've read uh there's some some books from the yogi i like that i'll read through a bunch um i tend to i tend to like nonfiction. i tend to stick to I feel like I, w- I want to learn something if I'm reading, you know. Mm. No, it's good. It's good. So, so that that morphs to pitches that you may have invented over the last couple okay. of months. Maybe you know, maybe the two of these things combine—the magic of thinking big and you've started inventing pitches. I don't know. So this is—I I saw you on Pitching Ninja. He's awesome. I love pitching. I love Rob Freeman. Pitching Ninja, great. Um, so talk a little bit if you can about like what you've been doing, like besides you've taken the magic of thinking big and gone to wherever you worked out and started inventing pitches or reinventing yourself or t- tell me, I mean, this is what off season, best shape. Hey Dylan, it's almost best shape of our life season, right? Almost. Yep. Best shape of our life. I, I can't claim to have reinvented any pitches because really the only thing I'm I'm doing is kind of playing around with like a mildly modified Kevin Gosman changeup. And I haven't thrown it off the mound yet, so uh, 
it's really difficult for me to tell if I'll even if it's something that'll even be usable or what the shape will be. But I've liked it out of my hand so far. It's uh, but that's only been on flat ground and obviously not full effort. So, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know what that's going to end up looking like. It's not my main focus either because I'm um, I'm really more focused on just building up arm strength and making sure my spin pitches are there because that's that's more my strength. Um, other than that, I mean, I'm I'm pretty much just training every day. Um, you know, training every day and just trying to stay sane and keep keep busy and you know, just uh, you know, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> wind my time down until spring training starts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> trying to stay sane. It's hey, listen, it's it's a evolution of life, my friend. Right? Yep. It's the evolution of life. Um, but before we get to the evolution of life, what? So when you go in. And you're and we talked a little a little bit about this last time about how lessons you learn from last year and take yeah. to this year. And this is again why congratulations I'm picking you for the Cy Young again. I've already documented that. Um, so don't let me down. Um, so <laughs> I don't know what league it does, but this don't let me down. Um, so what as you you come away from last season and you said these are the lessons I learned and now you're actually yeah. training how does it feel like do you do you feel like you are already starting to make that transfer do you know what i'm saying i mean it's it's early it's early in the off season in terms of throwing like i haven't even been off the mound yet i don't get off the mound to the 15th so i i can't say that i've really put a lot of the mechanical or whatever adjustments into work yet because I've only really been doing my my regular throwing. Um, I feel like I'm in a good position. I feel like I know what I'm looking to do, and uh, you know that's kind of the biggest thing. But it's still it's still pretty early in in that phase of the off season. Um, so the, I think it'll be a bigger tell when I when I get to uh, when I get to spring training and uh, you know. We're doing live EPs and all that. I'm really going to get to see how my stuff is playing. Uh, and I, I really feel like towards the end of last year, I found a really good cue that works for me that uh, kind of got me a little bit better feel with my body. So I'm, I'm continuing to just feel that out. And uh, I think as I build more trust with that as well, that'll, that'll continue to just become secondhand nature. It, when you say cue, is that like something yeah. like when you're setting up, when you're going through emotion, like what's the, what are you talking about? Uh, it's kind of like a thing that I use to make my body do what it needs to do. So with pitching, it's, it's not really ideal to be mechanical and I, you'll go through a phase or I'll go through phases where it's like, man, I just don't have a good feel in my legs. I'm going to try this or I don't have a good feel in my upper body. And, uh, it's not a great place to be. So last year towards the end of the year, I was really not happy with, I just feel like I wasn't feeling my legs and my drive well. And uh, I ended up finding a drill that I liked, and I ended up kind of just incorporating that in my throwing. And uh, I noticed a substantial difference in, like, my feel, my command, the sharpness of my pitches. And uh, for me, that cue was just basically sending my weight back to go forward because I had been trying to get down the mound, and I just – I was like, man, I getting down the mound right now is just not feel comfortable. I don't know, you know, what's going on. So I kind of did, like, the opposite, which is, all right, I'm going to make myself go back – and uh ironically that's kind of the cue that felt good for me so that's kind of what i'm ingraining now but i'm I'm really not super far in the process and i'm really not doing anything more than just training my focus and building my arm strength up right now 
Yeah, isn't that weird? Like, there's so such pitching so weird, man. It's like it is. It's uh, it's <laughs> mental, definitely physical. It's uh, it's uh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's uh, it's weird. That's for it's, sure. It's, well, we actually so um, Andrew Bailey, now the Red Sox pitching coach, was on with us yesterday, and one of the things he talks about, and I've heard this a lot, is pitchers prioritizing their best pitches. Like more yeah. than it, right. This has become the thing. Whereas, and I said the narrative not too long ago, oh, you get to the major leagues, you better be ready to paint with four different pitches because these hitters can yeah. hit anything. Now it's throw the ball over the plate with your best pitch. And I don't know like how much down the road you are with that. And I, so when we were to be honest with you, when we were talking about this, Dylan, we were talking about Lucas Giolito. You know, we were talking about, he's like, maybe you could prioritize that change up a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. For you, mm-hmm. like, when you hear that, how does that resonate for you? Yeah, I don't I don't think that's wrong by any means. Um, there's definitely, sequencing definitely plays a role. You know, I mean, it's, I, I can think of so many instances this year where I, I threw a slider that was pretty sharp but too low. And uh, I went back to it and just raised it up and it got hit because, you know, I'm showing the batter the same thing, only a little bit higher. So in that situation, sometimes you have to be willing to pivot to kind of almost refresh it. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely not the wrong process. You know, it's um, my my 2022, you know, obviously the best year of my life. It was, uh, you know, I threw my slider. Prob- I don't know what the percentage is off the top of my head, but, you know, probably – almost 50 50 with my heater so um it's it's not a bad it's definitely not a bad idea yeah i mean it's 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 a good idea but i think the, you're you're onto something too i mean you can't just keep here here's a straight ball down the middle hit it yeah um, there you go especially especially if you're trying to go through multiple times you know you gotta mix in the one thing i've really noticed is you, you've got to mix in inside fastballs at some point in the game or it's gonna be difficult to go deep hmm. when did you learn that throughout the course of this year where it's like you can have success one or two times through the lineup uh throwing it outside but then they start laying off the close slider and then you know you really kind of get pigeonholed whereas if you just show in uh it really doesn't allow them to sit on one side of the plate all right speaking of lucas giolito so he, he's in a yeah. new place tell me let's go hype hype him up i mean wait we cut this clip it's you're, here you're talking to red Sox, the red Sox fans who are desperate for some good news if you want to yeah, hype, I mean, him up, hype him up, let's go. Yeah, I, you know, you're getting a guy that's going to make every single start. So that's 32, 33, high-quality starts. Uh, former All-Star, um, really was having a great season with us. Obviously, his second half didn't go quite as well. But, you know, there's a lot of factors that are kind of involved with that. So I expect him, I expect him to be, you know, kind of who he was in the first half with us. Um, he's just a good dude, too, so... He's an easy guy to root for. Um, he's got multiple plus pitches. Like I said, durable, consistent, and uh, I, I expect him to do really great things with with the Red Sox. When he's going good, you watch him, and obviously he was really good for you guys last year. When he's going yeah. good, what's the thing that says, "Oh, you know, wow, you're like this is le- this is legit. This is why he's really good." I think uh, it's a combination of of a couple things. Um, he is mixing in his changeup and his slider really well, and he's not—he's not missing with those pitches. Uh, he's getting count leverage, uh, and then his fastball. His fastball, whether it's 92, 93, 94, it plays 
it plays harder than his velocity is, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. to me, when I watch him, even when he's throwing 92, the, the hitter's swinging it like it's 96 for some reason. So his, he's got that heater that jumps on you that doesn't have to be 98 for it to play up. He's got good ride, good spin on that. Uh, and he's just got multiple plus pitches, and he, and he commands his own for the most part. So, uh, you know, when he's, when he's good and when he's going good, it's, it's you know, he's going to get deep into the game. Obviously, pitching's difficult, and there's always going to be times where, you know, there may be adjustments that need to be made, but he's shown throughout his career that he's also capable of making those adjustments. So there's, you know, there's a reason he, he got paid what he got paid, and I think we all expect a lot out of him, and I think he expects a lot of, out of himself as well, which is big. All right, before I see you in spring training, I, I did a podcast with a position player last week, um, and after I did the podcast, uh, one of his teammates told me a great story about how he was taking Dayquil during – nighttime and night quill time night quill during daytime because he thought green men go i'm like oh why didn't you <laughs> tell me this before so it gives him so so i don't miss out getting no good giolito stories I mean, it doesn't have to be anything earth shattered was that was that a giolito story no that was not a giolito story that's different uh, I, don't, I don't want i don't I, I want to get approval from the player before i i think i think it's okay but it turned out he was like raking like he was having this great week he's like but i feel Tired all the time. I feel drowsy. I feel drowsy. That's pretty funny. <laughs> let me let me think if I got anything off the top of my head for you on a, a good Lucas story. Yeah. Well, I can talk and talk. I'm sorry to spring this on you. No, it's it's. I mean, there's uh, definitely. I mean, I got a lot of just funny ones. I don't know if they're like super crazy stories, but they're just you know, I guess funny things that happened. Um, I'll have to I'll have to get back to you on that. Yeah, that's I'll all have right. To right off the top of my head. Okay. By the way, you're wearing a boar shirt, right? Right there. You go. You just got a new one. You got a new. Uh, see that? You got a new. Um, a client or whatever. Not he's not your client. Oh yeah, yeah. the teammate. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Luis Robert, whereas yeah. we call him Louis Robert. Um, yep. 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 So there you go. 